Welcome to the C3 Eastern Suburbs podcast. We're glad to have you tune in today and hope this message blesses you. If you'd like to visit, we meet in Glen Innes, Auckland on Sundays at 10am. You can also find us on www.c3easternsuburbs.org.nz. Enjoy the message. Yeah, so um, I've got this business called Skids. Uh, sometimes it feels like it could be going on the skids, but <laughs> hopefully not. So um, we do childcare. So we've got 185 locations in New Zealand. We employ just under a thousand people on a daily basis. We look after about seven and a half thousand children every single day. It keeps us out of mischief. Um, we've also got a, a second brand called Sherpa Kids, which is our international arm. We're in Australia, we're in England, we're in Ireland, and we're in South Africa. So, yeah, God's blessed us. Um, When I bought the business, um, it's quite funny, my children, or our children, because Peter had a part to play in it, um, were attending a a skit. So skits existed before me. Um, when, When we got involved, my children were three out of six that were attending the local skits program. And being the good accountant that I am, I said, well, look, I'm giving you half your profits. You need to sell this to me because there was only six children in the program at the time. (laughs) And that's how my journey with Skid started. Um, I very quickly discovered that it was a great idea that was very badly run. And in 2006, to cut a very long story short, we took over the whole thing. So at the time, there was... um, 12 franchisees and 19 locations. We've now got 58 franchisees, 185 locations. So we've had some crazy growth. What I've learned, though, uh, along the way is that business can be brutal. Uh, sometimes I'm actually not quite sure if the best analogy is a roller coaster or a boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> so when Glenn asked me my, to share my top tips for getting unstuck in business, I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Where do I start? How long? Have, in fact, I said to Glenn, "How long have I got?" Um, but you know, business is like life. Uh, there'll be good times and there'll be bad times, and there'll just be times when all you want to do is crawl into a corner and just wait for it all to to go away, and hopefully somebody else will take charge. Um, but unfortunately, as a business owner, guess what? The buck stops with you, and quite frankly, that's not always fun. Um, those of you that have known me for a while is we've had some massive challenges over the last 20 years and frankly there have been times um, especially when global financial crisis hit that the easiest solution would have been to close the doors and walk away in fact our accountant at the time said why don't you just do that you know and but looking back I'm really glad I stuck it out um And one of the main reasons I stuck it out was that, A, I always said, God, close the door. And, you know, when when time's up, close the door. And he hadn't yet. So I don't quite know what I did wrong in my past life. But But there's a few things that, that keep me going. And I've tried to stick to the same letter to to label them all so that hopefully you'll remember them. So the letter is F, everybody. Okay, so the first one is faith. So as Graham said earlier, um, I cannot imagine doing life or business without God. I I, I seriously can't. Um, One of the things that's got me through the tough times 
um, has been prayer. Now, if I'm brutally honest, most times it wasn't my first response. It was probably when things got really bad that I remembered to pray. Um, Because as business owners, you're so used to being in charge, making the decisions, being in control. But when you're praying, you're actually letting go of that control. Yeah. So I'm not playing down prayer. In fact, prayer is very important. But I want you to understand that it's normal as a business owner to forget to pray about your business if that's what you do because we're so used to actually having to solve the problems ourselves. But the, the biggest change for me was actually praying for those that were persecuting me. We had a massive court battle. Um, would have been about 2009. Um, it was horrendous. It, it really was. Um, it took two years. My hair literally started falling out from the stress. But what got me through and what helped me was actually praying for the people that we were in court against, praying for their salvation, praying for wisdom for them and their lawyers. It was hard. It was so hard, but it actually changed me. I I don't know what it did for them. Frankly, I don't care. (laughs) But it changed my heart because I found myself becoming very bitter and twisted about them and their behavior and what they were doing. So praying for them helped me. Second, the other part of faith is actually faith in yourself and learning to trust your gut instinct. Understanding that your gut instinct is actually your subconscious brain analyzing past experiences to guide current decision making. So trust your gut. It's important. Second thing is family. So... Quite frankly, I wouldn't have been able to do a third of what I've been able to achieve if it weren't for Peter. He has supported me. (laughs) You know, I always cry when I stand here. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) So he's supported me through good times and bad. He's always had my back. Um, At one really tough point, we were literally at a point where we were probably going to have to sell our house to keep the business afloat. And amazingly, Peter actually didn't didn't hesitate. He just said, well, if that's what we need to do, then that's what we need to do. We didn't have to. But it was jolly close. I sold my car, though. I literally sold my car to pay wages. But we did it. We got through. I like that car. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I I must tell you, it's a constant struggle to to try and find a work-life balance as a business owner. And eventually I came to the realisation that it's just not always possible, but you do have to keep working at it. The next F is friends. And included in friends, I've got colleagues, because colleagues become your friends. Good friends keep you sane. They don't always understand what you're going through, but they're there for you anyway. So make the most of them. The other thing, from a collegial perspective, I think, is I've always been quite deliberate in seeking out connection with other business owners who are at similar stages in their journey to me. 
they are a great sounding board for tough decisions. So I learned a long time ago that I don't have all the answers and that's okay. Yep. And I also have business owners in my life who I try, I try and help on their journey and I share what I've learned because if I can stop somebody making the same mistakes that I've made, then that's a win for me and that makes my challenges worthwhile. And a slight plug. If you're looking for a business group to join, <laughs> please come along to Pathfinders. We meet once a month on the second Wednesday of the month, and it's, it's great. You know, it's a time of sharing, it's a time of encouragement, and we try and keep it quite practical too. So it's not a coffee chat. If you want a coffee chat, we can do that elsewhere. That's not the purpose of Pathfinders. The next one is focus. So what's your vision or your purpose for your company? Why does your business exist? What is the one thing you want to achieve over the next three or six or 12 months? You need to know these things. Yeah? You, it's, that's your job as the business owner is to know this stuff. If, if you want to nut down the role of the CEO or the leader of the business, it's steering the ship. It's knowing where that ship's going and why it's going there. Keep the main thing the main thing. Perfection is not required for action. You will never get anywhere if you're not prepared to just get going. Too many people think that they, they've got to have the perfect business plan, the perfect solution, everything's got to be right before they can start. That's not true. Yes, you've got to know what you're doing and you've got to have a good plan, but it doesn't have to be a perfect plan. Just be prepared to adapt as you go. Keep focused on, on your goal. And really make sure you know what makes your business tick. Yeah? So know your numbers. Look for trends. Look for anomalies. Understand what they're telling you. You don't have to be an accountant. You pay people to do that. Yeah? You pay people to do that side of it, but don't abdicate that responsibility to them. You are the owner of that business. You need to know what your numbers are telling you. If you don't, you're going to go down quickly. And profit does not equal cash. Yep. <laughs> Funny that. You've got to get people to pay their bills. Otherwise, again, you're not going to win. Fun. You have to enjoy what you're doing. Otherwise, I can absolutely guarantee that nobody will enjoy working for you. Find ways to celebrate with your team and with your family. Remember, your business wouldn't be successful without them. And then finally, have we got my slide? I encourage you to, know, to have your own personal why statement. What gets you out of bed every day? So this, this sits above my desk at work and it's a daily reminder for me why I turn up, why I get out of bed and why I turn up every day even when we're in the middle of COVID, when things are just not quite going according to plan. That's my why. So make sure you know your why. Thank you, Dawn.